There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based radio show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content. So here's a little bite of what I'm all about for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of Taste of Taylor. I am Taylor Strecker, so this clip is actually from a show I did with one of my faves, Sean Kilby. He uh, he is a light, a light in my life. I've known Sean for so long, a bajillion years. We used to work at Cosmo Radio together. He actually worked on Cocktails with Patrick. I, of course, was on uh, Wake Up with Taylor. And Sean and I used to kiki in the offices for hours and I would vent about all the drama in my life. I like to think that now I'm a little less dramatic than I used to be back in the olden days when Sean really, you know, uh, and I got to bond. Uh, but now I like to try to keep it like a little bit more light. I mean, my, who girl, ooh child. <clears throat> I mean, ooh girl, I used to be the queen of the drama-rama. I think I thought I was on a reality TV show. Now I just prefer to watch reality TV shows. But we always say that the Taylor Strecker show, my show, the podcast, it really is like an escape from reality. So when Sean's on, we career- So when Sean's on, so when Sean's on, we really commit to escapism. And basically, we just kind of like to talk about the most random, nonsensical things that we can come up with. So this clip is a whole lot of fun and a whole lack of drama, which I am so down for, especially this week. Sean and I basically test our knowledge to see how hip we are with uh, the lingo these days. So I was home visiting my dad for Father's Day. And he told me about this crazy study he read that when you hit 30, your brain literally starts to reject any kind of new musical genre. So, for example, like, I want to love EDM. I, for the life of me, cannot like EDM. So there's this movie on Netflix called Epida, and it's so adorable. It's so good. It's with Jillian or Gillian. I don't know how to say her name. Uh, Jacobs, I think her name is. And I don't normally like her because she's so hipster, but I adore her in this movie. She's so adorable. The cast is phenomenal. It's it's freaking hysterical, and it makes me want to go to Ibiza and dance all night long at a club and like make out with DJs. Anyway, so I was saying how I fell in love with this movie, but I went to listen to the soundtrack, and like I can listen to to the songs in the movie. Listening to the soundtrack was like torture. I was listening to it with my girlfriend on a road trip and I was like, next, 
next, next, after like 10 seconds. And I thought, what is wrong with me? Why can't I like this EDM? Like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm hip. I like all sorts of music. It just like bugs me to my core that I can't get into this one genre. And lo and behold, it's because I'm past the age of 30. So I'm like, damn, that makes me feel old. You know what else makes me feel old? Trying to talk current day lingo. So anyway, Sean and I try to break it down. And um, it's pretty pathetic. Take a listen. Yes, what's mansplaining, by the way? Let's talk about words I don't know. Are you messing with me right now? I swear to God. Are you asking me to mansplain mansplaining? I literally wanted to Google right now terminology of 2018. I guarantee I would get a 0%. (laughs) I am so bad. I think on fleek is still a thing. On fleek is not a thing. You can use on fleek if you want to. What would I Google? Like like hip hip terminology that kids use these days? Yeah, write those in your search terms. (laughs) But no, what would I... We've done this this before, but I want to give you another quiz. What's it called? What would it be called? Uh, Slang. Slang of 2018? Yeah, 2018 slang. I bet I don't know words. No, no, but man, but there, there are words that I know uh, that I, I've heard, but I'm like, oh, I don't know what mansplaining is. I thought it was men spread their legs. No, that, <laughs> that's mansplaining. <laughs> Which is also really annoying. Why do guys spread eagle? So like, so you need to understand something about guys' legs. I, I'm just going to explain it. We, our muscles are not built to like keep our legs. Is it because your tight? penises are so like, huge? Dicks are too big. Yeah, right. No, I just don't work on those muscles very well. But I do hate it when I'm sitting in a public area and a guy's like a man. Spread eagle. No, don't close do your that. legs. Close your legs to marry close, men. Close your legs to <laughs> the world. To, <laughs> to me, to be next to me. Who says that? Nene Lee. Oh, I love that bitch. Uh, but mansplaining, just to mansplain it to you, is when a man explains something in the presence of women. Uh huh. Like a know-it-all, uh-huh. as if they don't know something that likely is obvious. Oh to them. God! So that's what mansplaining. Okay, is. so mansplaining is very and mansplaining annoying. has become a prevalent term in the era of our current administration. I think. I think that's part of Got why it's you. become like also the word gaslighting. Do you know what gaslighting means? Gaslighting. Yeah, have you heard this mm, one? I've heard it, but this is the thing. I've heard them all, but I don't quite know what they mean. Gaslighting. I had to look up because I didn't know what it meant exactly. Let me take a stab at it. Please do. Gaslighting is like. When we... And if you get it wrong, I'll mansplain it to okay, you. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Gaslighting is like when you like uh, you you bait somebody into a debate, or you you intentionally try to get somebody pissed off. No, close, ish. So let's say you. This is a good example of a gaslight. Uh-huh. It's something generally a boyfriend or a husband would do to their significant other during a fight. So she would say, it's basically somebody tells you something is a fact. Oh, you said something or you did something. Uh-huh. And the guy's generally a guy. His response would then be to deny that thing ever happened. So you told me you were going to meet me uh, this weekend. You were going to come out and meet me. And he says, no, I never said that. That never happened. You're making this up. You're crazy. Oh. He tries to make you feel crazy and says, I never I never said I was going to come meet you this weekend. Oh, I, when in fact, I've, I've known a, he knows, a few gaslighters in my life. you know that he definitely 100% that said that five times. He's gaslighting you. <gasps> and Donald Trump gaslights so the world So it's another That's word it's become, for lying? It's, it's a, <laughs> but it's denying that something took place uh, in an effort to make you feel like you're crazy. Now I, that that is a, that people pull that shit on me all the time. It makes me the most crazy. In it makes me so cray, which brings us to our second word. Cray, which is one you know. <laughs> it means crazy. Oh my god, that's so cray. Crazy has a positive connotation, though, right? Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, that shit cray. That shit cray. Kanye made cray cool. That shit cray. Oh, by the way, gaslighting also. This is a good uh, caveat to it. It also is a way of manipulating someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. So that's an important part of it. It's like, no, you're crazy. 
You okay. are misremembering it. And to be fair to some people, when they are gaslighting, they really just don't remember that they said or did that thing. So, you know, <laughs> it cuts both ways. And guys can do it and girls can do it, but I feel like it goes hand in hand with man. I think men do it way more than girls. Okay, so I've got, I'm have got i on refinery29.com. Okay. Shout out. Great. So, Cray, now I also have Gucci. I That's a store that I wish I could shop at every single day. That's uh-huh. what I got from Gucci. What do you think saying something's Gucci means? I don't know. Do you know? Yeah. It's, you just, know? If you say something's Gucci or it's all Gucci... It is the it is a perfect synonym for saying it's all good. Well, it's, it's all Gucci. good. We're Gucci, great. Gucci's We're good. phenomenal. It's more than all good. Exactly. It's exceptional. It means great. Gucci means great. I'm coming over at ten and we're going to eat pigs in a blanket before going out. Gucci. Stop it. Disrespectful. Why don't we just say Jesus? Because it's blasphemous. <laughs> Gucci is to be respected. You're saying, oh, you're saying Gucci is sacrosanct. Gucci is just fucking goals, AF. See, I know that I, I sound goals like an old AF. person the way I just said that. Right. No, but see, <laughs> when someone says Gucci to mean good, they're putting respect on the word Gucci. I don't like it. You feel like it's I'm, disrespectful. I do not like Have it. Have you heard? No. This is, okay, we're going to go on a quick tangent here. If you've never heard this song, I want you to go look it up and play it for yourself. Pause this podcast. Don't listen to him. Don't it's pause. On SoundCloud. No, don't pause. Come back to it. Write it down. <laughs> There's this song called Gucci Gang. Uh-huh. Have you listened to it? No. Taylor, it is going to... I feel like we should play it because it's on SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud rap. I can't. Okay. So there's this genre of hip hop called SoundCloud rap. Uh-huh. And it's amateurish rappers putting oh. out their music on SoundCloud. Oh. And there's this kid, Little Pump... Is his name? Is that for a sexual reference? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. His name's Lil Pump. He's like 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there. Okay. And he started in this, in like Florida, doing his like weird like snap beat rap. Uh-huh. And the chorus is Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> and then he just mumbles all throughout the whole song. And it is, honestly, I think it's a sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> the fact that this song is as big as a Kanye or a Jay-Z or a Lil Wayne track yes. is so popular right now. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, gang Gucci gang. gang. I like that. It makes no sense. It is so bad. And it really is like, you know when your parents listened to your music when you were young? You know what? Don't even go further because I makes actually feel that we way. have a topic to get into about that. Exactly. My dad told me something recently that blew my freaking mind, really? but shelve it, okay? And we'll remind you to write it down. It. Just like you got to write down Gucci Gang and play it for yourself. I tonight. did write it down. Okay, so speaking of Gucci Gang, squad goals. Are Gucci Gang squad goals? Squad, I know what a squad, squad goal is. It's Taylor know. Swift. Wait, what is, well, actually, <laughs> I don't know what squad goals squad, is. Squad goals is like Taylor Swift. It's, it's like, who doesn't want to be in Taylor Swift's squad? Hashtag squad goals. Squad goals is like, <laughs> squad goals is like me with the Vanderpump peoples, and I'm okay. like, um, look at who I'm hanging out with, squad goals. And you actually made it happen? So you're saying squad goals to celebrate yourself, or yeah. squad goals an aspirational thing? I could be misusing it. Let me read it. This term <laughs> is used to describe the kind of behavior that friend groups aspire to. It describes something or some something. It describes something. Or something that you'd like to have one day. Mostly, it's just a statement of approval. So it's like, oh, like what you just did there, that's squad goals. Like, mm-hmm, girl, we're going to be like that too. You know the girls that get together and they're like, when we get together, we're crazy. Squad goals. Squad goals. <laughs> okay, no new friends. What is this phrase? This is like a hashtag, no new friends? I'm. They're not saying it's hashtags. They're just when saying is this it's, list from? This is 2018 slang. I love this. Great. Are Keep you ready going. to be yeah. relevant AF? Okay. 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 
So we got Cray, we got Gucci, which I, uh, I uh, barf over. And no new friends. No new friends. No new friends. Who needs them? You can throw this phrase around whenever you're bragging about your squad or subtly dissing the people who aren't as committed to maintaining friendships as the members of the core group are. So post a photo of friend group on Instagram and adds caption, no new friends. That's fucking rude. Hey, this is some <laughs> girl stuff. I don't like that. Um, I don't need any new friends. That's basically what they're... But that's friends. like a thing people Although, say. Okay, I'm going to be fair. Is this all happening? I wouldn't media? post this publicly, but I really don't need any I don't friends. need new friends either. I have yeah. friends for days and I'm exhausted by even maintaining the friendships I have. I can't I can't possibly add new friends. I know. I'm too busy watching Netflix. I can, me too. <laughs> new friends, hashtag, let's hang out. Is that what me? Hashtag, what, can hashtag look, Gucci. Oh, can you please look up <laughs> hashtag me too because it sounds like it's just when we agree on something. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. Bible. Bible. Odds are that you haven't. Our odds are you've heard the Kardashian Jenner's throwing around the word Bible. I have. Do you know what Bible means? Does it mean like saying bet? Is like, Bible? Is it like it means saying swear to God? Swear to God. That's what Bible means. I know. I don't like you don't that. like it. I do like it actually. Uh, you yeah. don't like Gucci because that's sacrosanct. But like, Bible. Okay. So did you take my green dress? Bible. I didn't. I didn't. Bible. Bible. If I said that, how would people react to me? <laughs> they, no, I'm, I'm serious because I would like to use that term. Probably think you can get away with a lot that most guys can't get away with. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. Adulting is another word. Adulting, I've known. Yeah, adulting is is because so we, yeah. we know what this means. This we'll means being it. adult. Well, it's what it's the word millennials use to be to for what we would all call growing up. But saying adulting, by the way, like putting the makes word you adulting, not an adult. it makes you sound infantile. It does. Uh, I've been adulting this week. I've I'm been like running so errands. crazy adulting. It's like so you still live with your parents. Right. I pick- <laughs> <laughs> Picture of you picking up your dry cleaning is not adulting. That's just <laughs> doing like doing living life. Yeah, living your life. This means paying taxes, working through the summer instead of having vacation, changing your car oil, playing nice with coworkers, and having adult concerns. Oh Did my Jeffrey god! Lube is people adulting. Like like Con Edison bill came. I paid it. Adulting. It's like no, you're 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 infantile. You're an infant. infant. Yeah, you're, you're a child. Right. You're childing right yeah, now. Yeah, I currently rank that below Bible. I'd rather use Bible. Finesse. Okay. Give me the definition, because there is a Bruno Mars song. You know, you know, dripping in finesse. I assume that just means well, that finesse you're like is smooth, one of my favorite uh, shampoos from the nineties. <laughs> finesse, finesse. I don't pre herbal essences. I don't. I think. Oh, I very still fruity, right? Use herbal essences. I can't use herbal I'm back. essences. I'm back. Taylor. I'm back. It makes me sneeze. <laughs> Good to know. And my mom loved loved herbal essences growing up, and I would just wash my hair and sneeze my way through the shower. Thankfully. I, I was covered in water. I love herbal essences. No, it's so delicious. How orgasmic is it for you? It's beyond. It's so amazing. So I was always, I was herbal essence in college. Then I was a, and then when I would smell it, it reminded me of being a whore. So then I got rid of it. And then I would only use Pantene Pro-V, which I love. And then Pantene Pro-V freaking changed their scent to like sugary sweetness, saccharine crap. No, no, Pantene Pro-V smells like a strawberry starburst. I hate, it's too sweet. Toot sweet. Toot sweet. Toot sweet. The French was too sweet. Not Gucci. And so I switched back to herbal essences recently. Mm. And Wait, no. I am loving it. I have a question about the herbal essences. And it reminds me of being a whore. A whore. It's a whorish product, <laughs> but it does smell good. It makes me sneeze. Finesse, I haven't used in a while. Let me ask you about herbal essences, though. So these women are having an orgasm. Yeah, and while the, the commercials doing... in like the late 90s, early aughts. Right. And now, but you can see them like, what, do you, what was the word I'm looking <gasps> for? They have both hands in their head. What they're do you call sudsing it? up their, their, their they're they're sudsing. shampooing. They're sudsing yeah. with two hands. So what are they using to stimulate their private parts? Nothing. That's how good the shampoo is. Oh, I misunderstood that. Are you kidding me? Completely. Are you, are you being serious? Bible. 
Bible. I kind are you of Bible? thought are that you, they were literally. Are you kidding me? It's, it's about it, because a shampoo feels so good in your head, you get an orgasm. Dope. Uh, that's pretty good. Okay. Finesse? Is that what finesse is? Finesse. Okay, what's finesse mean? Okay, so finesse is to perfect to perfect or smooth things out, both visibly and emotionally. Also when someone carries themselves with extreme elegance and style. Use it in a sentence. What are you doing tonight? I'm going to finesse my closet. That's stupid. Or that's so cool. No, man, that's finesse. Nope. You don't like it? I think it's lame AF. Yeah, it's not good. Turnt. I know turnt. Turnt. I'm I know turnt. turnt. Let's get turnt. turnt. Done. Yeah, turnt's good. <laughs> Snatched. Oh, wait, 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 before you move on, I don't know if it's on this list. Getting lit. Getting like, lit. I'm lit right now. Yeah, let's get this party lit. Let's get it lit. That means fun. Okay, so I think it means fun. And drunk. And I think it means drunk. And fucked up. But doesn't it really just mean you smoked a doobie? <laughs> Did I, like, I assume that's where it started. I honestly don't know. Like, I feel like getting lit started as just smoking well, weed. Like smoking weed is like... Because it's lighting it up. Like, let's get lit. Let's get, like, let, let's smoke a doobie. Let's, like... Lit. Get uh, lit. Let's get baked. Right. But, I guess. But now, it it does mean let's just get turned. It could even be, a, a, like, a sober party for people. And you could still get, like, let's lit. get lit. Yeah, let's like play this, EDM. Well, the party can be lit. Because it's off the hook, which you, got you can't it. say anymore. <laughs> Don't say off the hook. Snatched. Okay. I think, should I guess what these mean? <gasps> this is replaced on fleek. Okay. Snatched? Just words to the Oh, word I would have thought snatched means Damn, like a hot mess. Damn, you look mess. good. You say, ooh, you look snatched. That outfit is snatched. No longer is it, oh, wow, these shoes are on fleek. Um, My shoes are snatched. I can't pull that off. <laughs> you actually, you're, you, like your neck moves side to side, and I really felt, I felt I good about it. I feel very embarrassed, and I would like to call, crawl to a hole and snatched. die. <laughs> I feel like snatched, you don't feel bad about yourself. You carried that word well. Thank you. Snatched, Sean. to me, feels like the opposite. Like, damn, that girl is snatched right now. Like, her hair is frizzy. She snatched. <laughs> I feel like it's the opposite. On fleek. Is, is he that a, in there? Wait, wait, wait. On Refinery fleek. 29 might be a little 2000 and late on this I'm one. <laughs> That's also banned. On fleek dates back to 2003. Okay. When Urban Dictionary defined the phrase as smooth, nice, sweet. So why do we always associate the phrase with eyebrows? I Refinery, you are confused. There, no, eyebrows on fleek is, I think, the original on fleek. Cara Delevingne has eyebrows on fleek. Peaches Monroe from Vine, allegedly. She coined the phrase eyebrows on fleek in 2014. And now Kayla Newman, whose Vine username was Peaches Monroe, is crowdfunding her own makeup line. In in general, on fleek just means looking perfect. But apparently it's not banned. Have you ever watched the show Key and Peele? Yes. Yeah. Good show. It's whatever. It's not on the air anymore, and I like those guys. But they had one little, like, real conversation in between their sketches. Yeah. Where they're talking about slang. One of them's like, oh, you, uh, you know, on fleek? And the other guy's like, oh, what's on fleek? He explains it to him. And he's like, oh, you, next time you go to a party, you got to, it's the full dangle. <laughs> and he's like, full dangle? And they, like, go back and forth. He's like, nah, I'm just messing with you. But on fleek is real. And <laughs> in that moment, I was like, I really thought the full dangle was real. And that's how dumb on fleek is. Hundo P? Hundo P? 100%. You got 100%. it. 100%. Keep, keep it 100 has been around for a couple years, which means being truthful. No, this says, use this response when you 100% agree with the statement. I would say don't. Hundo P. Use Hundo <laughs> P if you're in seventh grade. Otherwise, <laughs> Hundo, don't. Hundo P. Hundo P. No. Suh. S-U-H? Suh? Oh, sup. Remember what's up? Yeah, suh. Apparently this is it. No, that's not good. That's not good. Hey, suh. I think no. Is, <laughs> okay, Taylor, I know you're in a committed relationship, but let's just pretend you're on Tinder. 
Okay. Are you on? No, no, no. You're on uh, Bumble. What's the one where? Well, where you swipe? Tinder. No, no. But Bumble's the one where the girl has to reach out first. So, Bumble, so, I think. So Taylor Strucker's on Bumble in this scenario, and you send a message to somebody where you say, uh, "Hey, how you doing?" And the guy writes it back, "Suh." Are you going to write anything else to him? I don't think so. I'm going to write back Hundo P. <laughs> You're like, Hundo P, end of conversation. <laughs> what else is on this list? This is good. This is insane. Our, like, we are going to be beep, boop, bop, boop, beep, boop, bop, boop, yeah, beep, like beep, 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 pretty soon. I mean, this is crazy. OTP, one true pairing. Uh, TFW. Uh, oh, let me guess. Let me guess. TFW for the win. That's actually great. It should yeah. be, but it's that feel when. Oh, TFW. You guys, you guys are that not trill. <laughs> TFW is different than FTW. Um, P just stands for pretty. No. <laughs> that Netflix show is P cool. Hondo P. <laughs> <laughs> Jomo. So we know what FOMO, FOMO is. Fear FOMO. of moving out. So Jomo. Out. Fear of missing out. Fear, fear, fear of moving out. out. That's spoken like a true millennial. That is a millennial. <laughs> Mom, that was a Freudian dad, slip. I have fear of moving out. So Mom, I'm dad, just FOMO, Mom, dad, FOMO, I am, FOMO. I am terrible FOMO. And they're like, it's okay. LOL. Love you lots. <laughs> Jomo, a.k.a. the joy of missing out. Oh, it's the opposite. So it's like, I don't, I'm not scared of missing out. Hundo P. You know, I'm joy of missing you out. You know, half the time. Do you have FOMO or Jomo? I get more J- Jomo than FOMO. I these get more days. FOMO than Jomo. See, I'm never that FOMO because I don't really like to go out that much. Because half the time when I go to birthday drinks or a party, it ends up being a dud. And then the next time I stay home, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't go to that snoozer. Mm-hmm. Hundo P. Hundo P. <laughs> Respeak. 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 Yeah, I, I guess. It just um, means mad respect. I think it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> these are getting more and more literal. I'm done. I'm done. They're so stupid. They're There's, so. Is there no stupid. other great one? Try and find one more good one to go out on. Well, I I love woke mom. How could mom be something? A term of endearment among female companions, especially for your most responsible friend. Use it in a sentence. Mom, what's the weather tonight? <laughs> Chili. Bring a coat. Or hey, mom. Wait, Hi, mom. So if you, you were your friend, Dossie, mom? and you were like, hey, mom, what's the temperature? Well, she would not react kindly to that. She'd be like, well, what are you talking about? I am just lost with this generation. Uh-huh. That's what I feel. I told you it was embarrassing. I guess I am not um, hip to the jive, as kids in the 1950s would have said. Uh, that's more my speed of language. No, I really, I mean, I do. I was brought up like in the late 80s, early 90s. So I'm not, you know, I'm not that old, uh, but... I mean, I was brought up in like the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. So hip to the jive was definitely not my lingo either. But I'm just more comfortable with the older generation. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this week of Taste of Taylor. Don't forget, new episode out every single Wednesday. And it's just a little bit of a taste of what you get if you subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show. I highly recommend it. Also, a big thanks to Sean Kilby. He's on with me every single Monday. You can check him out on The Taylor Strecker Show. And make sure to follow him at Radio Sean Ryan on Instagram. Bye, guys. Hey, girl, hey. Did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass. Content with this nibble? Well, then I'll see you next Wednesday and make sure to subscribe to the Taste of Taylor podcast and follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker.